Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thank you for your questions for Ask Amy Anything. It will continue on into 2023. It's been part of the show the middle show of the work week since we've been here on this time slot. And actually we're going into year number nine doing Sunday night through Thursday night or Monday through Friday morning, depending on, on when you listen. Um, and other than a couple of sabbaticals for ask Amy, anything we've really had it as part of our show every month of every year, but it even goes back to when I was hosting on the weekends. And so I am a, I'm a, I'm a big believer that people would will listen more to a radio show if they know more about the host. And and uh, so you all continue to ask questions. Now, a lot of your questions are sports questions, which we kind of avoid, actually. Uh, we don't generally use those and ask Amy anything, just as a, a, a side note, a tidbit, because... I talk about sports every other hour, pretty much every other hour of the show. And so we kind of get away from that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's nice to hear from you. It always happens every single week. As soon as Jay starts answering or asking the questions, I start answering. As soon as you guys hear the music, many of you then flock to our social media. Oh, no. And you try to get your questions in. Well, by that time, it's too late. And so here I am, like, looking at some of your questions that just came in in the last couple of minutes. Um, so I'm sorry we didn't get to them. Maybe next week, try to post them ahead of time. And maybe Jay and I can figure out a way to put those, the, the post up in the evening so that you have more time, right? So even if you aren't necessarily on Facebook or Twitter during the show, you'll see the post and you'll have the opportunity to, to put questions in. And then I suspect we'll hear from different people too. So if you didn't hear it or you want to go back and listen, well, that's where the podcast comes in. So if you weren't uh, able to hear if your question was asked, we post the entire show on podcast separate hours not as many commercials uh, and you can find that on the odyssey app or after hours amylawrence.com but just to, as a cheat sheet we also post the link to the podcast every single weekday morning on our show twitter as well as on our facebook page <laughs> it's after hours with amy lawrence thank you for all of your reaction i'm getting a lot of your your tweets and your posts now your messages i'm trying to respond to those and I generally do through Wednesday. I kind of give you to the end of Wednesday and I'll answer as many as I can without writing you a novel. Just <laughs> something funny. And I, I didn't mean for this to, to, to be a, a mid-January thing, but 
I went to my mailbox earlier this week and realized that I had a bunch of Christmas cards. Now, I wouldn't have been here to get them, of course, but I had a bunch of Christmas cards. And get this, Dietrich Reichert sent me, I'm not kidding you, a 22-23 Canucks pet calendar. <laughs> so it goes back to October. So generally it's the season, right? It would be the length of the season. It goes back to October of 22, but it has the various players, different players on the Canucks with their pets. I see dogs mostly. Do I see any cats in there? No, that's a chihuahua, not a cat. It looks like they're all dogs, but yeah, really cute. And then there's the BC and Alberta guide dogs who get their own month, which is December. They're dressed up. A lot of them are dressed up in Canucks jerseys. I was just going to ask. Are they wearing Canucks apparel? So he writes, Dear Amy, I'm sure you can find a spot for this calendar, even if it's only in your bathroom. (laughs) Okay, Okay, raise your hand if you have a calendar in your bathroom. I have one in my kitchen, and then I have a planner that my mom gave me for Christmas that I'm going to use for 23, but do you have a calendar in your bathroom? I do not. I mean, let's be fair. Let's be honest. Come on now. Even if you're not hosting a radio show, you're just listening to the radio show, there are millions and millions, hundreds of millions of Americans that take reading material into the bathroom with them, and if they don't take actual books... Or papers, they take their phones. So I guess if we're going to take reading material into the bathroom, we collectively as a society, I could probably page through a calendar while I'm in there. Uh, I guess it's kind of like where the day starts. You can kind of see what you got going on. That's TMI. That's just too much information. But that's what he wrote here. No one needs to be picturing us with reading material in the bathroom. So I'm sorry for that mental image on this Wednesday morning at 2 a.m. Pacific, 5 a.m. Eastern time. That's what he wrote. Dietrich wrote, even if it's only in your bathroom. And then he wrote, or your laundry room. Now, I don't have a a specific room for the laundry. Mine is kind of in a nook off the kitchen, but (laughs) he finishes. No, this is my favorite part. He finishes it with go Canucks and then his phone number, just in case I wanted to call him and tell him where... (laughs) Tell him where I put the calendar. <laughs> Not like the fridge. Or... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess. I guess that'd be kind of bulky for the fridge, though. No, but I mean it's better than the bathroom. I feel. Where are you going to put it in the bathroom? Like on top of the toilet, on top of the magazines, on the wall? It's. I don't have magazines spot. in my bathroom. Uh, I actually used to in, in my last home. I don't have it in this home because the, the setup is different. But on the back of my toilet, just for fun, I used to have two, you know, new rolls of toilet paper around two books that were called bathroom readers. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, it's sure. like when people would go in. Uh, actually, I guess they were on a windowsill. So there's a window right behind the toilet in my old house. And so just for fun, I put the two new rolls of toilet paper, fresh toilet paper rolls with these two bathroom readers just because it was funny. I like it. Yeah. And I've done that in my linen closet before, too, kind of just for fun. When you open up to get towels, there's two bathroom readers in there. They're just kind of cute. So uh, I've never had a calendar in the bathroom. And I, I just kind of feel like if I wanted to look at a calendar, it would definitely be dogs. So maybe it's time to turn over a new leaf. Go Canucks.
Yep, most unique Christmas present that a listener has ever given me. Uh, another listener sent, <laughs> this is hysterical, Jay. I'm not kidding you. Another listener sent instructions on how to carve a pumpkin. No. I swear, stop. in case you were ever interested in, in attempting a better carving than the one that we did for Halloween this year, neither you nor I had ever carved a pumpkin, and so we made a mess of it. I stabbed the pumpkin. The pumpkin cried. If you don't believe us, the video evidence is on our YouTube channel, After Hours uh, with Amy Lawrence. And so she she sent us, let me see if I can find her first name here. Her name is Pat, I believe. Let's see. Yep, Pat, Patricia. She sent a Christmas card, happy holiday season, but then also sent... Two newspaper clippings. The first one comes from the living section of the Republican. Oh, it's actually Massachusetts. So MassLive.com, the Republican. Here's what you need to carve a pumpkin like a pro. And Pat writes on it, for Jay, more pumpkin carving data for you. Oh, wow. And then wait, there's, there's one more page. Instructions on how to carve a pumpkin broken up into... Practical steps. One, cut a hole for the lid. Two, gut your pumpkin. Three, the glue stick method. I'm, I don't have time to read that. And here's four. Or, or it says, or you could try the transfer method. And then four, how to keep your jack-o'-lantern alive longer. Do you know there are still actual pieces of pumpkins in some of the street, like streets, because people have kind of gone and thrown away their debris now, and it's on the side of the road, like waiting for pickup. And there are actual pieces of pumpkins still in January. Final pro tips for some Christmas fun: Christmas lights are best for lighting a jack o' lantern, but if you're using a real candle, make sure you have a hole for ventilation. Oh dear! So this is for you, producer Jay. You now have your own fan mail from Pat in Massachusetts. Let's Touching see. the pumpkin. Chicopee mass. And uh, yes, you could certainly share that with Kyrie Irving, who does love to touch the pumpkin and talk about it. But if we ever choose to do a pumpkin carving video or demonstration again, first of all, you're buying the pumpkin because I did it this time. And second of all, we're not getting such a pretty pumpkin because I got really yeah, attached to... Shoot, I forgot her name. <laughs> uh, really loved her. <laughs> jo Josephine. Well, huh? Josephine. It's a repressed memory because we... we ruined her anyway so the, that one. yeah though i am trying to forget it because then i i left her i left her in the kitchen i should have taken her home i should have put her on my step i was worried about deer random deer coming and destroying josephine i couldn't look <laughs> at it anymore i felt so guilty about josephine she was such a pretty pumpkin that that i just i had to leave her that was it i I will never live down my guilt over the way we treated Josephine. She cried. She actually cried. I just got to say, I feel like we did all those steps that were that were highlighted. Well, that's because you bought tools, plastic yeah. tools, which Work. I just want everyone to know. Jay threw them away. I took out two of the, would you call them spatulas? Scoops. Scoops. They were kind of flat scoops and they were orange. And I just felt so guilty about throwing them away after he bought them. And so... I rescued the scoops. I have them. At some point, maybe I'll use them as baking tools or something. Look around too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Only if you buy an ugly pumpkin. If you buy an ugly pumpkin and I don't feel remorse about ruining the pumpkin, well, then maybe I'll I'll go in for round two. What about like a gourd? 
Gourds are too little, really, to be carved, don't you think? Yeah, probably. Plus, they're denser. Have you ever noticed that pumpkins are they're mostly hollow, but gourds are very dense? Go for, like, a nice, like, eight-pound pumpkin or something. You want to hear something really funny? I bought a bunch of cute orange and green and white gourds at at uh, Halloween time, and I love them so much. They're still fresh. I keep checking to make sure they're not rotten. I still have some wow. on my plant table in my house. I just, I, they're so cute. I haven't, I haven't gotten rid of them yet. They're fine. Not part of my Christmas decorations, which are still up, by the way. So, okay. No more revelations from Amy Lawrence. It's after hours with Amy. Gourds are always in season. Uh, I don't know. They don't really match my Christmas decorations. Also, I love how you interrupted me when I'm in the middle of telling people about our show. But, you know, feel free to just interject behind the double pane glass anytime you like. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for your tweets, A-Law Radio. I will go back and respond as much as I can. And then also, thank you for your posts on Facebook, our phone number. Oh, this might be the first time I've used it tonight. 855-212-4227, just because we had a couple of returns in the NBA last night, and we will start there. Cleveland star, Cleveland star, Donovan Mitchell uh, was back in Utah, back in Salt Lake for the first time since he was traded away by Danny Ainge and the Utah Jazz, and he got a nice ovation, of course. There was a tribute video. The fans were thrilled to see him. They didn't want the Cavs to win, but they did get a show from their old faithful. Mitchell with 36. 6.05 to go. Mitchell in between the circles. Three! Right on the mark from Donovan Mitchell. He's got 39. Inbounds goes to Mobley. Hands it right back to Garland who threw it in. DG tosses it to Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell backs up. 39 points tonight. Donovan with eight on the shot clock. Works top of the three-point arc. Spins in the lane. Up and under. And he finger-rolled it in over Kessler. Alexander Walker Needs to get it in right here as he gets the basketball from Crew Tree. Sean Wright got it into Clarkson. Clarkson had it knocked away. Mitchell with the steal, and he'll lay it in. Donovan Mitchell with 43. He finished with 46 in his return to Salt Lake. Six assists, three steals. But, you know, out with the old, in with the new in Salt Lake. Kessler comes to set the pick. He goes away from it. He splits the double team. He floats the right hander up and in. Jordan Clarkson puts the Jazz up by four on a 17-6 run. Crowd's going bananas. <laughs> we love David Locke here on CBS Sports Radio. He's uh, the play-by-play voice of the Utah Jazz. So, yes, they end up with a late rally, actually, and a 13-0 run that brought them back, gave them the win. It's kind of funny. When Donovan Mitchell was was in command, was large and in charge, and was on his way to 46 points, did you see or hear, I guess, how quiet it was in the arena when he was doing well? Even though they loved Donovan, they did not want to see the Cavaliers win. And then in the fourth quarter, when the Jazz were putting together the run, all of a sudden it's so loud you can't hear yourself think again. So, yes, both the Cavs and the Jazz radio network. And ultimately for Donovan, this was about him feeling the appreciation, but also coming in there with his new team and getting comfortable in a different space, a different locker room with a different uni. I was really comfortable. I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't um, it wasn't weird. You know, it wasn't anything. It was just like I'm playing at home like I have been for the past five years and you know the reception you know was phenomenal I'm appreciative of it you know from everybody 
Um, the tribute video was 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 great, um, but it felt like a, just a typical jazz night. You know, we back and forth, screaming, yelling. You know, it was it was awesome. It was good to be back, and you know, um, unfortunately we didn't get the dub, but you know, I got to give them credit. They fought hard and competed to the end, and you know, but it was great to be back. I think this is probably like the most quiet, loud place ever. <laughs> Because, you know, when things aren't going well, they're quiet. Well, when they, listen, so when things aren't going well, they're quiet. But when things are going good, they go crazy. Mm. Yeah. That's what, that's what I mean. Donovan. That was kind of what you could hear if you were listening to the radio or watching it. And the flow of the game is how that arena, it's a little bit like an NFL stadium when the team is on offense versus when the team is on defense. And that's really pronounced in a place like, say, Arrowhead Stadium with the Kansas City Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes will get them to be quiet. He'll he'll shush them. It, it happens at Lambeau, too, certainly in, in Orchard Park with Josh Allen. I remember in Denver, years of John Elway doing this before I finally understood what he was doing because I fell in love with John Elway and the Broncos back before I knew a darn thing about football. Uh, but he, they quiet the crowd, right? And the crowd will be so quiet. And it's unbelievable. It's like, how did that crowd of, of 80,000 people go completely shushed? And then they turn up the volume again when their team is on defense. So, yeah, it's it's always a phenomenon that I think is interesting. You don't hear it as much in basketball, but the Jazz fans have definitely figured out the secret. So, yeah, ultimately a two-point win for the Utah Jazz. Uh, Donovan Mitchell with a nice return. Uh, you hear his teammate Lamar Stevens uh, talk about the difference being hey Donovan you know when when the team uh, when the team gels I think even more so uh, we'll continue to see them become one of the best and rise to the top of the east they're 10 games above 500 now um, I, I like the Constitution. I still think there's uh, some ways that they can find rhythm and groove and kind of work together. But the Jazz are definitely a surprise, too, just below 500. Steph Curry also was back on the court last night. You will hear from him coming up. Even though it was a Warriors loss to the Suns, it was good to see Steph out there firing up the threes yet again. And he played 31 minutes uh, also ahead, Jerry Jones being asked about Mike McCarthy's status even before the Cowboys hit the field in Tampa for a Monday night wild card game. Uh, and a little more about some of the teams that have major decisions to make even now. You kind of feel that uncertainty around the league with those teams that are not in the postseason. Good morning to you. It's a Wednesday. It's our hump show, middle show of the work week. Thanks so much for joining us on Twitter, A Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listening to the After Hours Podcast. Curry to Draymond, now we're to Thompson. Thompson takes a three, that's no good. Long rebound, Curry hustles to it, steals it, fires the three and hit it. Mikel Bridges never saw him, and Curry snuck in from behind and nailed the three. That was impressive. Poole off a screen, throws over to Curry, quick release, and splash for Stephen Curry. Curry with a dribble, splits traffic, lost the ball, gets it back, spins away from a defender, and takes a three. Why not? You're Steph Curry, you can do those things. Bridges in traffic, put it back and in. Mikel Bridges, have yourself a night. That's 23 points for Mikel, and the Suns are back up 17. Washington dribbling on the right wing, penetrates, hangs, puts it up off the back iron, no. Rebound tapped out to Akogi. He gets it into the corner for Washington, a three. He got that one he to ain't go. scared. Under three minutes left. Akogi driving, feeds Charge in the lane. Into the left corner, Craig open for three. In and out, no. Rebound, Bridges up high, goes back up, and knocks what it down. A play. Even even though some people give you no respect, be intelligent when you put them in check. That's what Mikel Bridges is doing tonight, <laughs> like Too Short said from here in the Bay. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. All right. It was definitely a game that the Suns were ready for, and they brought all the energy into Chase Center for Steph Curry's return, spoiling his return, though just good for Warriors fans to see him there, even as Golden State falls to a third straight loss. Tim Roy, Tom Tolbert on Warriors radio, then the Suns radio team as a counterpart. Ultimately, they scored 39 points in the third quarter and the deficit too big for the Warriors to make up. But this was about Steph Curry getting back after, I think it was 11, 12 games away, that partially dislocated shoulder. He goes 8 of 22, so not a strong shooting night. Five triples, but he had 24 points in 31 minutes. After four weeks, it's obviously just kind of hit or miss on how much rust you'll have and how quickly you can get up to the speed of the game. And uh, obviously with the flow, um, the way that they were playing, uh, first quarter felt good just to be back out there and running with my guys and feeling the energy in the building again. And then kind of hit a little lull in the second and third quarter. I felt like I got stronger as the game went on, which uh, is exciting knowing, you know, body will respond. Steph looked really good in the second half. He found his legs uh, underneath him and um, had to feel the game out for a while. And um, obviously, you know, coming off that kind of absence, it's going to take some time. But um, I thought he, he found something in the second half. With uh, Steph and Wiggs coming back, 
we probably relaxed a little bit more than we should because we thought, you know, just showing up, maybe we get the dub. But I love the intensity you play with towards the end. And you know what? Sometimes you need a loss like this to remind yourself how hard it is to win in this league. And I think we can turn it into a positive. Still a long way to go, but as teams get closer to the All-Star break, they want to be playing their best basketball or better basketball, right? Finding some momentum before they go into that break. I'm just glad to see Steph Curry back. The NBA is better with him on the court, and certainly the Warriors don't operate as well without him, despite what Clay Thompson said about us taking it easy with Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins and Steph back out there. And Steve Kerr went on to say that he felt like this was a loss that maybe the Warriors needed. Uh, he would know the team better than me. It's a core with veterans, right? You still have the four veteran guys that have been around forever. I mean, even though um, Andre Iguodala took a sabbatical for a few years. Um, and Andrew Wiggins was was with them last year, obviously. And Jordan Poole, very significant in their run to a title. A lot of the other pieces around them have changed. And, and they've got different guys on and off the court. So I guess for this particular group... Yeah, if you're looking for stepping stones, life lessons, uh, memorable moments, okay, well, it's good to know uh, what you're capable of, but also how you can get tripped up pretty easily even at home. So, yeah, just it's it's January in the NBA. Nobody gets too high or too low over a win or a loss. But something that I was really high on last night, they're called free throws for a reason. And did you know the Miami Heat – Made history. Nerd alert! First team ever to go a perfect 40 for 40 at the free throw line. How about that? And Jimmy Butler himself goes 23 for 23. He had 35 overall. They had a one-point win. Now see how big that is? A one-point win. You hit all your free throws. Let's not talk about the fact, don't get me started, on how there were 40 free throws for one team. That's Way too many whistles. Um, But the fact that the Miami Heat do not take those free throws or charity stripe for granted, I think that, to me, shows your brain's in the right place, your mind's in the right place, your heart's in the right place. They're called free throws for a reason. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to do the NFC version of QB News coming up. But we've been talking about some of the uncertain futures uh, with the teams in the NFL that are not in the playoffs. That includes the Tennessee Titans. Man, (laughs) when I talked to Rhett Bryan in Nashville earlier on the show, I asked him, about the three players. Well, I didn't say three. He gave me three. The players who were untouchable because they're about to be over the salary cap. They don't necessarily have an answer at quarterback. They're still looking for a GM. I asked him, which players on this roster do you believe are untradeable or untouchable that you're sure will be on the roster next year? And he gave me three names. That was it. Now, you're going to have to go to the podcast to find out which three names, but hint, there were no quarterbacks on those his list of three names. So, yeah, check that out on our podcast, After Hours, AmyLawrence.com, because this is a team that they fell off the proverbial cliff. Seven consecutive losses. Though crazy enough, they were still alive for the AFC South Division title had they beaten Jacksonville in Week 18 on that Saturday night. A lot of changes in store for the Titans, and they're not the only team, but already have fired four assistant coaches. They're looking for a new GM. It it does underscore 
how quickly teams get started in the offseason business. But also, I'm always fascinated by the contrast and really taken by the contrast. The teams that are moving forward to the playoffs versus the teams that are wasting no time in getting back to work. Now, in some cases, fan bases would like the two things to come together, right? If the Dallas Cowboys lose against the Buccaneers on Monday night, is Mike McCarthy out the door? That was a question that was posed to his boss, the owner, the general manager. You will hear the answer coming up, as well as Dak Prescott about that Week 18 stinker. So we'll do NFL to finish up the show. Um, There's a lot more that we've talked about, baseball, basketball, even Kirby Smart and his leaked pregame would you call it a rant? I don't know if I'd call it a rant. Motivational speech. I'm not sure speech really covers the like the, the emotion that was part of this. Speech doesn't generally include that many words that need to be beeped out, bleeped out as well. What would you call it? A hmm. <laughs> I don't really know. A fiery a hype up. A hype up? That's very Gen Z of you, a hype up. Eh, I'm gonna have to come up with a different, a, a different uh, category for this one from Kirby Smart. But I still come back to: Does the fact that you just won a second consecutive national title maybe gloss over the fact that someone in your locker room leaked your pregame hype up? <laughs> no, I can't say that and take myself seriously. That's something that. Younger people say hype up from me sounds odd. I I, I could go with just pregame hype. Except when you're the head coach, it's not really hype. All right, I'm going to think on it. Think on it a little bit more. It's after hours with a... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh my goodness, it's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep go. for Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it. Yes. Touchdown. Yes. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. 
Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Eckler again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone. Touchdown, Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. It's a strange dichotomy between the haves and the have-nots in the NFL right now where you've got teams that are prepping for playoffs, and certainly they can have quarterback questions, roster questions, but you also have teams that are deep into their off-season bag already. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. The number one pick ends up in the hands of the Chicago Bears. Now, they have Justin Fields. He finished up the year injured. Banged up, did not play in week 18, did miss a couple of games during the year. Now, I know that their offense runs a lot better and they gain a hell of a lot more yards when he is set free. Run, Justin, run. My problem and my concern with him is just as as it is for any quarterback who is allowed to run a ton. And, and I don't just mean scrambles. I mean design runs. The more he gets hit, the shorter his career becomes. The more he gets hit, the more time he could spend on the sidelines. And we're even talking about serious injuries that could require surgeries or, you know, a year on the shelf. I don't love it, although I know he's incredible at it. So Justin Fields, he finished shy of the quarterback rushing record, but man, he dazzled us once they changed their offensive approach. So the general manager, Ryan Poles, now has the number one overall pick. He was asked whether or not drafting a quarterback, even with Justin Fields, is a possibility at that number one spot. We're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. So that was the quote that was making the rounds on Tuesday. I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make a choice to choose a quarterback at number one. Now, I get that. Here's the interesting thing. Because the Bears don't need a quarterback because they love Justin Fields, and I don't know, maybe they will be blown away, but maybe they won't. They are in the catbird seat where they could trade out of that number one spot and could pick up more draft capital uh, and, and potentially set themselves up. Reminds me of what the San Francisco 49ers did a few years ago. They traded out of that number two spot. <laughs> they traded down to number three. The Bears then drafted... Shoot, who do they draft there? Oh, um, Mitch Trubisky at number two. <laughs> oh, what a crazy tangled web here. Anyway, there is a team that is desperate to move into that number one spot. And according to the Colts GM, Chris Ballard, they're about to go for broke when it comes to getting a quarterback that they want. Looking back, you know, we kept thinking, okay, we'll add the vet. We'll add a vet quarterback. Um, would give us a chance to really get over the hump, you know, and looking at missed opportunities, you know, we thought with Carson we were getting a young enough player that we could have a guy that could be here for the long term for at least a five, six, seven-year run, you know, and we weren't right on that decision. Okay, my fault, my fault, my fault. Um, my miscommunication with producer Jay, I thought that was a different cut. It's not the one that I was thinking about, so I'll just tell you what it is that I saw uh, in the, the quote. 
is that Chris Ballard, um, he admits that he failed the, the Colts this season and that he did not have the right approach to 2022. Um, but he does say that even as they are not sure about their coaching search and whether Jeff Saturday returns and a lot of other question marks, that he is willing to do whatever it takes to move up to the number one pick in the NFL draft to get a quarterback. And apparently they have their eyes on Bryce Young of the Alabama Crimson Tide. So he says, this is his quote, I will do whatever it takes. (laughs) So they right now are sitting on the number four pick in the NFL draft. They need a quarterback, but if they feel like their guy is not going to be there. They're desperate. And they and teams know they're desperate now, including the Bears, right, that they'll move up. So he kind of tipped his hand a little bit. I guess now we can go back to this bite if you want to. Uh, this is more about Carson Wentz, though, and about whether or not that was a mistake and bringing him on board. And, I mean, think about it. They've had a revolving door of quarterbacks going back the last several years, and that has stunted their growth as a franchise. Looking back, you know, we kept thinking, okay, we'll add the vet. We'll add a vet quarterback. Um, it give us a chance to really get over the hump, you know, and looking at missed opportunities. You know, we thought with Carson we were getting a young enough player that we could have a guy that could be here for the long term for at least a five, six, seven-year run, you know, and we weren't right on that decision. Um, and then giving up the assets at the time um, probably – cost us from being able to get one in 21, which I don't really, you know, looking back, I don't really know if we'd have had an opportunity in the draft, but, um, and then not having a first round pick this last year restricted that. Um, so I've thought a lot about that, you know, and what direction we go. Look, at the end of the day, we made the decisions we did. Uh, we had a process to make them and it's, we're, we're at where we're at. So that's Chris Ballard, really honest, maybe TMI, too much information. And, of course, Carson Wentz is now with the Commanders. They had Matt Ryan. That didn't really work for a variety of reasons. They chained coaches in the middle of the season. So they've got a ton of issues. But Ballard is saying the failure starts with me. We'll get to Carson Wentz with the Commanders coming up here on QB News. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. The Detroit Lions are in a completely different spot as the Chicago Bears, same NFC North position, but they are now in love with their quarterback and are not looking to upgrade. Nine consecutive games for Jared Goff with no interception. So if he's solved his turnover problem, that's a huge deal. And GM Brad Holmes, he's all smiles when talking about Jared. I was always confident in him because because I've been with him um, from the get-go since he was drafted back when I was with L.A., I just kind of know how resilient and mentally tough he is. And, um, you know, I think a lot of it was me knowing all the success he had in L.A. I think that was kind of forgotten about a little bit uh, when he got here. And I think he was put in a very tough situation. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I don't know how many quarterbacks – in that situation that, you know, he was in last year, but we had a lot of injuries, man. And, you know, we didn't really have the weapons around him. You know, uh, Dan had to really make a very tough decision on, on the staff offensively and make a change there. So, and he, he stayed the course. I've, I've talked to you guys about this at, at length, but knowing what he's made of, um, that's why I just kept, I kept faith. 
How about that? When was the last time you heard someone talk up Jared Goff the way that Brad Holmes is doing now? But they believe they've solved their their problem, quote-unquote. They believe that they have the answer at quarterback, which, of course, would free them up then to add other pieces. One of the youngest rosters in the league, they finish up on a tear, winning eight of their last ten, and just miss out on the playoffs. I love that story. We had a listener ask us on uh, our Facebook page whether or not uh, I believed in the Lions. I guess the way he phrased it was, are you surprised by the Lions this season? And my answer is no. We've been talking them up under Dan Campbell going back to last year. So to see it come to fruition, oh, I don't know. Blind squirrel finds a nut. I feel a little bit validated in supporting these Lions before the wins were there. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. All right, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, winners of the NFC North, they will host the Giants in a playoff game coming up on Sunday. Kevin O'Connell has a distinct bond with Kirk Cousins, and when he made his appearance on Sirius XM NFL Radio, he was talking about their relationship. It's not always a relationship that needs to be, you know, how do I say this? It doesn't have to be just roses and butterflies. I mean, sometimes Kirk and I have real tangible conversations in game during the week of prep hey Kirk do you like this no you don't okay well what about this Uh, giving him some ownership over some of the things we we call you know we meet the day before the game every single week for two hours you know him and I definitely was a season in which we saw Kirk Cousins and that relationship with his receivers produce a lot of fruit they've also had some major hiccups some major question marks I mean, I get it. They came back from 33-0 down against the Colts, but why are you in a 33-0 hole against the Colts? There have been some real highs. There have been some real lows. I sense that there's some uncertainty and some nerves and some anxiety around the Vikings as they host the Giants in that wild card game on Sunday. It's after hours. CBS Sports Radio. Tom Brady, uh, he's looking ahead at a, yet another playoff appearance. Even though the Bucks finished under 500, they will host the Cowboys coming up. The Cowboys favored in this game more than likely by the time they kick off on Monday, and yet all that's out the window. It sucks being eight and nine. You know, you're playing against teams that have way better records, 12 and five, whatever it is. But you know what? The only thing that matters is who wins that day. That's the best part about NFL football playoffs. It doesn't matter what you did 10 weeks ago. And I'm not saying you're going to win because, you know, you played terrible 10 weeks ago. I'm saying, no, the person who wins and the team that wins is the one that prepares the best and ultimately executes the best for those three hours on that playoff game. And sometimes I feel like we've been the better team and lost. Sometimes we haven't been the better team and won. It doesn't matter. You know, how did you perform on that, on that stage in the biggest moment of the, the, in the biggest moment of the season? And we'll see if we can go out there and get it done. It's an interesting clash, right? They met in the first game of the season touchdowns were hard to come by. Dak got hurt. That was a long time ago. But I've not seen a lot of consistency from the Buccaneers. Although week 18, there wasn't a whole lot to be excited about with the Cowboys offense. We'll get to them here momentarily. But I promised you, Commanders, Carson Wentz, Martin Mayhew's their GM. Will Carson be back next year? We're currently working through all that and having discussions. We're still in that kind of uh, season review process. Um, over the next few days, we'll be talking about all, all those things and um, 
trying to sort that out. We got to talk about budget, what we have to spend, budget, uh, how uh-huh. we want to allocate resources, evaluate depth uh, in terms of draft and free agency, where those positions are, and where we think we can add talent. Um, so we're, we're working through all that right now. I don't often hear an NFL GM refer to the salary cap constrictions as budget. That's kind of interesting. I budget to to NFL teams budget. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys offense, they did not leave fans confident looking ahead to this first game of the playoffs. And so, of course, the questions become, if they lose in this first game, is Mike McCarthy out of a job? On our Dallas affiliate, 105.3 The Fans, Sean and RJ asked Jerry Jones that very question. No. just uh, I don't even want to. Uh, no. Uh, that's it. I, I don't need to go into all the pluses or minuses, but uh, uh, we're not seeing any. We're not uh, basing. I've got uh, a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. Ooh. Ooh. Now, see, at the beginning, it sounded like a vote of confidence. No. I mean, uh, you know, no. <laughs> but by the time Jerry Jones got done, it sounded like the evaluation won't come down to whether or not they lose this game. But there is going to be an evaluation. I, I don't know what happens there. I mean, it's it's certainly been part of Jerry's resume that he's patient with coaches, but he's also said, I'm getting old and I need to win a Super Bowl fast. A lot of questions that have to be answered. We'll talk to you tonight. Have a great Wednesday. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.